Hi everybody, welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber and today we're going to be talking about how to stand up for yourself in friendships, work situations, and in dating. So before we get into that, I wanted to let you know that I am creating an online course right now called Freedom from Jealousy. So if you want to be on the early bird list and get special discounts and bonuses, as well as updates for when it actually does come out, check out the link in the show notes. There is also another link in the show notes for copy and paste texts for when he's pulling away or acting flaky. That is an eight page guide for what to do and what to say when he's pulling away or acting flaky. So it's very aligned with what we're talking about today. And if you want something even more specific, go ahead and check out that link and get your free guide. So today's episode was actually inspired by three things. The first is a conversation I had with a friend where they felt like I was rude. And we had a conversation about standing up and setting boundaries and things like that. The second is a situation at work where I feel like somebody gave me some feedback that was not really true and what I did in that situation And lastly, I got like 10 voice notes from one of you guys, one of the listeners of this podcast, explaining a situation with a guy where they feel like they should have stood up for themselves more. And so I feel like this comes up in every situation in life, in friendships, in work, in dating. And so I wanted to give you guys a few tips for how you can stand up for yourself more, set boundaries, and defend yourself, but not in a reactive way, but in a way that actually makes the situation better. So the first situation with my friend is where I was kind of poking fun at one of their hobbies, and that hobby was video games. So I don't play video games. My brother always played it when we were growing up, but I always just sucked at them. And I don't know, I got kind of rowdy in the crowd of people that we were with. And I started poking fun at them and saying like, video games are stupid. And look at this game. It's like for children. Why do people play this kind of thing? You know, just like very upset that I suck at video games and taking it out on other people. And later, like a week later, that person spoke to me and they said that they felt like I was kind of crossing a line and that video games are may seem silly to me but it's actually really nostalgic for them and they always played it with their family growing up and they were kind of like sharing that with me and I was just shutting them down and making rude comments about it and so first of all I had no idea I just thought we were playing video games. (laughs) And second of all, I don't actually have any sort of opinion about video games, really. Like I was just kind of busting their chops. And lastly, what I told them was, well, hey, like, why didn't you say something in the moment? Like, why didn't you kind of push back? And they said that that's just not something they really do. And I kind of asked them like, well, in your house growing up, like, how did you guys deal with conflict? And basically he told me that in his house growing up, everybody needs to be happy. If there is a challenge, we all talk about it. We all have calm voices. Every single person needs to be happy with the outcome. We compromise like that kind of thing. And it's just very different than how I grew up where it's like, 
survival of the fittest kind of thing. But anyways, what I told him was you could have pushed back a little, like you could have playfully said, Hey, shut up. Don't talk about my games like that. Or then get out of my house. Like if you don't like my games, like get the fuck out of here. And I was telling him, like, it doesn't have to be an actual fight, but you can playfully push back with people like, hey, like, get off my turf kind of thing. And that was the first thing. And then there was another situation with that same person where we as a group were kind of overstepping their boundaries in their house where he kind of wanted us to leave at some point. And he told us like, hey, okay, I think I'm heading to bed. And we just like started getting up, but then continued to hang out there. And in that conversation, like a week later, he told me that he felt like we were being rude and that we should just listen when he says that he wants to go to bed and stuff like that. And so again, I told him like, you know, you can be stronger with this. Like you can say like, okay, everybody out, I'm going to bed. And I told him specifically, it would be okay if all of us that were there were annoyed with you. Like, that's okay. And it's okay if you set a boundary that upsets other people. You're not responsible for how we feel in that situation. And if we're overstepping a boundary, even if we're like annoyed or disappointed with you when you ask us to leave, that's an okay situation. You don't have to reach a solution where every single person is happy all the time. And so those were the first two really important lessons, which is, first of all, you can, like, if somebody's being rude or just kind of busting your chops, um, saying something that you don't really like, you can playfully push back. You can say, like, hey, don't say that to me or else, like that kind of thing. And that's one way that you can set a boundary. And then there's also the more serious way where it's like somebody's actually doing something that you don't like and it's not really a situation where you want to be playful about it. And in that situation, it's okay to disappoint people, annoy people, or upset people with your boundaries sometimes. And that was really important for me to learn in my relationship as well because I actually created a YouTube video about this My boyfriend's very extroverted and I'm very introverted. And sometimes I need to set a boundary between time with other people and time that I just need by myself. And in the beginning of a relationship, he would be upset by this sometimes. He'd be disappointed when I said, you know what, I actually just want to sit here and read instead of going out with you or going on a walk with you. And at first I would just give in when he was upset he'd be like oh and like be sad and everything and I'd be like okay okay like that's not acceptable you can't be sad let me just do what you want but then I grew more resentful as I didn't have enough alone time for myself and I wasn't honoring myself so what I realized was it's okay if he's sad (laughs) for an hour while I read a book that's his responsibility And not every single time that I set a boundary does everybody in that situation have to be happy. Like not everybody has to be happy all the time. It's okay to temporarily disappoint people, annoy people, even anger people if you need to set a boundary to honor yourself. 
So the second situation was at work where I got some feedback that I didn't really feel was accurate and I didn't feel like it showed the whole story and I felt like it only highlighted one perspective but I had a different perspective. So I feel like our automatic response internally often to feedback is to defend ourselves and to say you're wrong and I'm right and that kind of thing and I feel like that's kind of normal because most of us have egos, (laughs) so most of us don't like to be told when we're doing something bad or wrong or be offended and things like that. So the first thing that I did was I took some time to process the feedback, and that's actually my first tip. If you're in a situation at work or even in a relationship where somebody gives you some feedback, it's totally okay to say, you know what, I need some time to process this. I need to think about this. And that's what I did. So they sent me a message on Slack and I took a day to think about it and think about my perspective and also consider where they were correct. Like what part of what they said is actually valuable and true and I could improve. So I processed that. And then my second tip for you is instead of defending, just clarify That feels a lot better to me. Instead of defending my honor, it's like, oh, okay, that's your perspective. Here's my perspective. Let's combine them and come to an understanding. Or here's the information that you shared with me. However, I have some information that may clarify some of those missing parts. So instead of thinking that the person is wrong or their perspective is just incorrect, doesn't matter, You just add your perspective to it and that way you can have a conversation and come to an understanding. So that's what I did. I didn't feel like what they shared was really the whole story. So I just clarified. I was like, I just want to clarify a few things. Here's what happened that you may not have known, blah, blah, blah. And the whole thing was resolved in a day and it was fine. And I also got some valuable insight and feedback. So that's another thing to remember that if somebody's giving you feedback or criticism, there is likely some truth to it because it's their perspective and how they're perceiving you. So it might be valuable while you're processing it, while you're thinking about it to think, is what they're saying valid and true and how can I learn from this? So the last situation was from a listener who reached out to me and they told me that they regretted that they didn't stand up for themselves more in the early stages of dating where they could feel that somebody was not giving their full investment, their full attention and being very respectful, but they stayed anyways and they kept trying and investing more and they wish they hadn't done that. And so obviously my first reaction to that is don't be hard on yourself, been there, done that. And it's a really hard thing to do when you really like somebody. And there are some things that you can shift for the next time so that you don't find yourself in a situation again where you regret that you didn't honor yourself. So the first tip that I have for you is to speak with your actions and not always your words. So a lot of women think that setting standards and Standing up for yourself and honoring yourself means telling men with your finger pointed, no, 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 that's not good. You shouldn't do that. That's wrong. You better step up, (laughs) that kind of thing. But really what honoring yourself and standing up for yourself means 
a lot of the time in a dating situation is just being in alignment with him and matching his investment. So if he stops texting you, if he stops calling you, if he isn't putting as much effort into your dates, if he's only making plans last minute and is just exhibiting that kind of behavior, you don't have to say anything. You don't have to say, that's not right and you can't treat me that way. All you have to do is invest less in him and invest more in other things going on in your life as well as other potential dating people partners. So that's the first part is standing up for yourself doesn't mean that you always have to say something. In fact, actions speak louder than words. The second part in dating is to know the difference between a guy who is temporarily pulling away versus a guy who is actually investing less in you. Pulling away is not malicious. It doesn't mean he doesn't care about you. It doesn't mean he doesn't like you. It just means that every once in a while when you get really close with somebody or you spend a lot of time together, especially in the beginning, one or both of you may have the urge to kind of reestablish your independence and have some space and maybe hang out with some friends or focus on work. Nothing has gone wrong here, and in fact, that's a very good thing for a budding relationship, and it's not something that lasts for like five months. It's just like a temporary thing, maybe up to a week or even less than that. Just the more you can give somebody their space without freaking out, the less likely they are to pull away and the less amount of time they take to pull away because... They just need a breather. They need to know that they can still do those things without you like freaking out and uh, getting on their back and things like that. That is very different from a guy who just doesn't really care about you or value you because a guy who doesn't value you will, first of all, not put a lot of effort into really getting to know you. He will not really care whether or not he sees you again. Um, He will not put a lot of effort into dates and will make things very oriented around just sleeping with you. So meeting you late at night, meeting you last minute, meeting you for a drink at 12 p.m., like that kind of thing. So that's very different from a guy who's been really interested in you, investing in you, and is just taking some time to hang out with friends or not texting you a hundred times a day for one day, like that kind of thing. So anyways, I feel like I'm summarizing it really quickly here, but I created two specific podcast episodes about each of those things. The first one is number six, what to do when he pulls away. And the second one is number 19, is he into you? Two ways to know for sure. So those are two really good episodes and They talk about this in depth if you feel like this is your challenge and you need to know more about that. So thank you so much for listening today. I hope that this benefited you. And also, I wanted to tell you a few things. One, I would love to meet you on Instagram. My Instagram name is at Amber Grubenman. That's Amber, G-R-U-B-E-N-M-A-N-N. It would be really cool to connect with you there and learn more about what's going on with your dating and confidence and be inspired by you to create more episodes. The second thing is the two things that I mentioned in the beginning, Freedom from Jealousy course, link in the show notes, and copy and paste text for when he's pulling away or acting flaky. 
also in the show notes. And lastly, if you enjoyed this episode, it would be so cool if you left a review. I saw some new ones on there recently and I really appreciate that. And yeah, that's it. Thank you so much for listening and have an awesome day. Bye.